This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hello and welcome to Working Like Dogs on Pet Life Radio. Thank you for joining us today. We're your hosts. My name is Marcy Davis and my co-host is my amazing service dog, Lovey. And Lovey and I are thrilled to be with you today to talk about our favorite subject, working dogs and working animals. And today we're really excited to be talking with Shelly Mizrahi about her little horse with a big heart, better known as Amos the Wonder Horse. So come right back after these quick messages as we welcome Shelly and Amos to the show. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. People say less is more. At Red Barn, we think less is better. It's what you won't find that sets our natural premium pet food apart. No byproducts, no corn or soy, no fillers. Just the natural ingredients your pets need to live the healthy life they deserve. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Naturals Pet Food. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Try our chicken rolled food as a meal or shred it as a topper. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Working Like Dogs on Pet Life Radio. Hello, Shelly, and welcome. Hi, how are you, Marcy? We're great. How are you and Amos? Uh, we're doing terrific down here in sunny Florida all as well. Oh, that's awesome. Well, Shelly, can you begin by telling us about Amos and how he came into your life? And can you describe Amos for our listeners? I absolutely am happy to do that. So I was missing horses in my life. I had been riding and showing as a child and an adult and and wasn't doing that anymore. And I decided that I wanted to have a little miniature horse. I thought that that would be fun. I did a lot of reading and I looked around for a whole year before I came across Amos. Believe it or not, I found Amos on Craigslist and he is a miniature horse. He's about 38 inches tall. He's considered a pinto or a paint. He's two colors, kind of blonde with white markings and four white socks and a beautiful blonde mane and tail. Very long, lots of hair, lots of forelock. He's very handsome, (laughs) if I do say so myself. (laughs) Oh, so adorable. And and I found him, uh, he was actually living a lovely life with a woman who had found him and uh, brought him to her home to be a companion for her draft horse. So Amos had a job when I found him, but his job was ending. The horse had been sold and she was ready for Amos to move on to another loving home. And um, like I said, I looked for a year, Marcy, before I found just the right little horse uh, to bring into my life. And it was Amos. Well, it seems like it was well worth the wait because he Mm -hmm. is, from the photos that I've seen, he is absolutely adorable. And how old is Amos? Amos is 14. 
And for um, your listeners who don't know, in the Northern Hemisphere, horses turn a year old on the first of the year. So no matter when their birthday really is, on January 1st, they're considered another year older. Okay, that's interesting. I did not know that. That's that's really cool. Wow. Well, and horses, I mean, what's the life, working life of a horse? Well, the regular life expectancy of a miniature horse or a regular size horse is anywhere from 20 to 30 years, usually 25 or 30, depending, you know, just like humans, sometimes they run into unexpected problems, obviously, but we are very excited that miniature horses live so long. Um, Yeah. Now we have some exciting things happening with them because of their long life expectancy. Yes, yes. Well, I have to say, I did look into it myself to get a miniature horse as a service animal because of that life expectancy. That's just awesome that they live that long and can be so healthy for so long. It's fabulous. And they can be trained much like dogs. Um, They can be potty trained and they can be trained to perform different acts of service for people. They can pick things up. Right now I have Amos. While he is a therapy animal and provides therapy services, we're doing some service training with him too. He picks things up. He retrieves them. He brings them back. He helps people balance. Um, We're teaching him to push buttons so that he can open doors for people. And because he's a little taller, he can reach. So it's a little bit of a bonus. (laughs) Yeah, that's wonderful. Well, so Mm -hmm. tell us, how did you and Amos get started with him being a therapeutic horse? You know, when I brought Amos home, the idea for me to have Amos was just to have a little fun and maybe do some pony parties and introduce children to the wonderful world of horses. And I met a friend and she has a charity. Her name is Sandra Seiden and she has a charity called Personal Ponies of Florida. It is actually a national charity and it has different branches in different states all over the country. And she has six little ponies, little miniature horses, actually five miniature horses and a Shetland pony. And she was doing therapy with all of her horses. And I was volunteering with her organization and Amos came into my life and I brought her over and she kind of, you know, took a look at him and said, he's going to make a wonderful therapy horse. And of course, my question was, well, how do you know? Right, <laughs> and, right. and the truth was, she really did know. And from the moment that we took him out, she and I took him together to meet a child and deliver a game ball for the Harlem Globetrotters because we do some work with them. And he walked right into this bed with all these machines and all these you know, noises and everything and just walked right up and put his head right on the bed. And that was four and a half years ago. And he's been doing therapy work ever since. Wow. It was his little mission in life. So tell us more about the work that you guys do together. So you go to hospitals and what other kinds of places do you go with Amos? We, We do. So we have to educate people as to what assisted animal therapy can be with horses. Um, We go to skilled nursing facilities. We visit senior citizens there. We go into memory care units where there'll be patients with Alzheimer's. Everyone's always delighted. He's a bright spot not only in their day, but in the day of the staff and the people that work in the different facilities where we go. Amos is the first equine that was allowed to go into All Children's Hospital here in St. Petersburg, Um, and that's quite an accomplishment. It took many, many months, and, you know, we have my, have a, though I do carry a full insurance, liability insurance policy, and that helps, obviously. Mm -hmm. We visit a lot of schools as well. We have a bullying prevention program called Just Say Woe to Bullying, 
and we do that with uh, volunteer with the St. Petersburg Police Department. And in the last year and a half, we've done about we've seen about ten thousand children oh, in this wonderful. area. Oh, so we awesome. we're out and about all the time. <laughs> wow! Well, it sounds like you two are extremely busy. <laughs> We are. It's all good. You know, we have days where we have some time off and that gives me time to catch up on administrative things and to spend a little extra time like I did today with Amos. We didn't have a visit. So when I I go every day to the barn and I take care of him and take care of his stall and all his feeding and so forth. And so I had a little extra time to work with him today in doing some training. And um, that's that's always fun. That's the yeah. another fun part of the job, you know. Well, that was one of my questions is how did you, you said that the Amos just naturally, this was his talent, but how do you really train Amos? That's a great question. First of all, we'll back up. When I first got Amos, I spent a lot of time with him. I had a lot of time on my hands, fortunately, and so I spent many hours a day with him, just walking and just hanging out with him. And after a couple of months, I realized, because I'd had show horses before and and was kind of aware of horses, that he was doing things that were a little unusual. He was picking things up, and he seemed kind of smart. And I, I said to my daughter, you know, I wonder if he would lay down for me. And he laid right down for me. I thought to myself, wow, that's a very vulnerable position for a horse to put itself in. And I thought, you know, I wonder if he'll do other things. I think I'll teach him a a trick. And the first trick I thought of was basketball. I'm not even sure why. I think it might have been divine intervention. And three days later, after three 15-minute sessions, he was playing basketball. Wow. And it was, it was, and I broke this, you know, I kind of broke the trick down into steps. And at the end, I thought he'll never pick up this ball. And I turned away to talk to someone and he reached right down when I wasn't looking, when he thought I wasn't looking and he picked it up. And so that was kind of the beginning of how many different things can we teach Amos how to do and to keep him occupied. And so from that point forward, well, basketball really is his favorite thing to do. He can do a little puzzle with three pieces and three different shapes and colors. He does beanbag toss. He'll play the xylophone and the piano. Um, <laughs> it's, 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 you know, whatever I can dream up, if I can communicate it to him, he's happy to do it, all for carrots. So it's, he's very happy. That is so precious. And so obviously the basketball has really taken off because you mentioned the Harlem Globetrotters. So tell us, what is that connection? We are so excited. Um, The last, and I've had Amos four and a half years, so about four years, we've worked with the Harlem Globetrotters. They found out about Amos and his talent and reached out to us via social media And we go out in February, we have the last few Februaries, before the team comes to town to actually play the games and do their exhibition games and so forth, they'll send a player out and we will meet up with them and go to different places around Florida and visit TV stations and schools. And we help we help the team teach their bullying prevention program, which is called the ABCs of Bullying Prevention. And we teach about action, bravery, and courage. And we, you know, bring Amos out. And there is a game in basketball called Horse. So it all kind of ties together. <laughs> and uh, and was really the catalyst for us starting our own bullying prevention program here, too. And we teach children about the different kinds of bullying um, prevention. And then we talk about kindness and how to be an upstanding citizen in, in our program. But we love to go out with the Globetrotters. It's all kinds of fun. Oh, I them. bet. I bet. Mm-hmm. They do put on one big show, so I bet that is fun. <laughs> well, how they much, do. How much does Amos weigh? Amos weighs about 300 pounds. 
Okay, so he's still that's that's pretty big. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. And how do you transport him? I was told by his previous owner that he would get into a vehicle, but I've never really tried that. I do have a miniature horse trailer, so I have an SUV oh, nice. that pulls the trailer. When I decided that we would start doing therapy work, which was right after the basketball, it was right after we got him, I started working on potty training. And while there are a lot of people that do this kind of work around the country, some of the horses wear what the little diaper bags or potty bags. Amos does not. Amos is actually trained to use the facility in his trailer, so we don't have to wear that when we go inside. So that's why he'll never ride in the car because he's actually trained to oh, go into the trailer. Perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I have to say, I was going to ask that question because I get that question all the time for Lovey: is is she trained to go to the bathroom? And people worry she's going to go to the bathroom when she's inside a facility. But, but she's like Amos is trained to go on command. She's trained. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's so smart. So and yes, I understand about the car. I was wondering if he was able to get in a car, but I'm sure it's much more comfortable for him to have his own little trailer that's specific for him. And safer, I, I probably, too. I, yeah. I agree. I, I know there are a lot of people that transport their minis in their SUVs, and they try to make that, you know, they'll build little stalls, and they'll bed them down, and they'll do different things, and, and they will tie their horses and, and make it as safe as possible. But I think for his comfort, too, he really, you know, he, he rides in style back there in his trailer. Yeah, I bet <laughs> he does, as he deserves. Yes, yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> well, we are going to take just a quick break and hear some important messages from our sponsors. So, come right back as we continue visiting with Shelly and Amos. So come right back. We'll be right back right after these messages. Stay tuned. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Your pets will stay warm for the winter and be runway ready. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Begging to hear more of your favorite show? Full episodes of all our shows are available on demand. Go to PetLifeRadio.com to fetch our entire lineup of possum pet podcasts. Also, dig us up in iHeartRadio and iTunes. Let's talk pets. Live and on demand only from Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com Welcome back to Working Like Dogs on Pet Life Radio. Today we're visiting with Shelly Mizrahi and her amazing wonder horse, Amos. And it's just so awesome to hear about the work that they are doing. And before the break, we were talking about some specifics about Amos. And and I was wondering, because you mentioned his beautiful mane, which is gorgeous. How do you groom Amos, Shelly, and keep him so beautiful? 
That's a great question. You know, one of the goals that I had, it's very important, is to keep him in top quality, show, you know, quality all the time. When he looks really good and he's always clean when we go into a facility or a hospital, um, and that's important. And because we live in Florida, we are a little bit luckier than some of our friends that live in colder climates where they can't wash their horses. And that keeps them from, from actually going into facilities during the colder winter months. We're very fortunate, although we're about ready to have a cold snap, it's still easy to keep him clean. And actually, Marcy, he is a very clean little horse. He stays very clean. He has naturally beautiful hair. A lot of people, everyone asks me about his mane and tail, all his friends, everyone asks. And the truth is I use regular shampoo that we use, just regular, nothing special, not even a horse product, and I just keep it brushed out and I put some special, I do use a Shoshin, which is a grooming product, and it keeps the dust off from the shavings, but he really naturally is that beautiful. Wow. Well, he really has some gorgeous hair. I mean, it really is beautiful. <laughs> and you do a great job. So that, how often do you wash it? I'm just curious. I only wash Amos when it's really necessary. So if we're going into a job and he's particularly dirty, he'll get a bath a day before, obviously. But a lot of times he really, truly stays clean. He doesn't get, unless he gets into the mud and we have rain and there's puddles and (laughs) he will go in. He is like any other horse. He'll go splashing through the mud puddles and he'll roll and get it. So I would say, you know, every couple weeks, you know, we might give him a bath. Maybe a little more often in the summer, especially if it's hot, it just cools him down. But in the winter months, and the de- he stays clean just really a couple times a month. Oh, that's great. That's great. Well, and he's had quite a few really impressive appearances. And he's been on the Today Show, right? <laughs> he has been on the Today Show. <laughs> we were very lucky to be chosen to go to New York and appear on the Today Show. And it was actually for a pet trick contest. So there were two other dogs and Amos. And our wonderful friends at Brookledge Horse Transportation shipped him up on their 18-wheel trucks and took very good care of Amos because it was very nerve-wracking for me to watch him. Yes, (laughs) get on a trailer and go far away without me. But I did fly up there and I met him there the next day. And we had some wonderful people that had uh, took care of him um, just outside the city. And he appeared on the Today Show and he walked in like a champ, Marcy. He went in and he played basketball because that's what he loves to do. (laughs) And uh, he actually won Best Pet Trick in America for his basketball against the dogs. Awesome. Wow. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Against the dogs. Well, I mean, I can only imagine how gorgeous he was going in there and doing his his amazing little trick. That's so great. <laughs> and I've seen him wear clothes, right? Like, uh, doesn't he have like a basketball outfit that he wears? He does. He actually has the Harlem Globetrotters who are kind enough to give him a jersey with his own number that he could choose and his name on the back of it. So when we do appearances, um, especially with the Harlem Globetrotters, we'll put on that jersey and he just, you know, people are amazed at how we get it on and, you know, it's just like anything else. It goes over his head and one one hoof at a time, it goes right on. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and does he have to wear a backpack as a therapeutic horse? We actually do wear a vest. We call it a vest, and it's kind of heart-shaped, and it slips over his head. We have uh, some folks that actually, it's called Pet Joy Wire Dog, and they're actually dog vests, and they're so large that uh, they can actually fit small miniature horses, 
and they it, they're wonderful and they they can make them any way you want so if I really wanted one with a handle although we don't have that they can put a handle on it and it's easy to adjust and we can put any information on it and actually he has a working vest that uh, he wears with the St. Petersburg Police Department when he does his bullying prevention program and it, he has his own little badge in his own little <laughs> ID of badge of course he does yes that's <laughs> wonderful that's so wonderful well so tell Tell us, as you think about the work that, that you and Amos have done, is there one encounter with a child or a patient at a nursing facility that sticks out most in your mind? That's probably a hard no, question, right? No, as many is. as... <laughs> there's so many. You know, there's so many when you go in and a senior citizen will say, gee, thank you so much. You've made my day. You can't have a bad day. It's so wonderful. And the interaction... Amos, in fact, yesterday we were out and we were in a memory care unit and typically when you walk with a horse, you walk on the left side of the horse and I let him walk ahead of me, almost like you would walk a dog and Amos knows exactly where to go and he went down the hall and made a right-hand turn with me behind him and walked right up to a woman that he knows and put his chin right on her knee and promptly fell asleep and and really stood there for about 10 or 12 minutes before he opened up his eyes and she was petting him. And and those are some of the beautiful things that we see. But I have to say that really the very first encounter that stands out, and my favorite one that stands out on my mind the most is his very first encounter when he went into that child in a nursing home where they had a pediatric wing for children who weren't staying in the hospital but needed long-term care. Right. And he walked right in and put his head on the bed. Oh, wow. That must have been just, I was telling someone the other day that with Lovey and how she helps me, sometimes I feel like it's touching heaven or glimpsing heaven just for a quick second. And that must have been that moment for you seeing him do that. Wow. It really was. It brought tears to my eyes that he would just go and put his head right, never having done it before, ever. It was almost as if he was meant to be doing that work all along, like my friend had said. And ever since then, we've we've never looked back. We we want to go to so many places. We can't always get in everywhere we want to go, but we try to make a difference everywhere we can go. Wow. Well, so tell us for your work with Amos, what is your overall goal that you and Amos are working toward? Our Really, our goal is for everyone to know about not only the wonderful work that Amos does, but the wonderful work that friends of Amos do all over the country. There are lots of people like me. In fact, we're putting teams of people together with their therapy horses that will be doing um, our Just Say Woe to Bullying prevention programs in schools. But we want other people to know that there are therapy horses around the country that do this kind of work. And it is wonderful. It's becoming more mainstream. Um, We're excited because here in Florida, they have passed a law this past summer that recognizes miniature horses as service animals. And because of their long life expectancy, as we discussed before, they can be wonderful service animals. So our goal is to bring smiles to everybody. We try to do that through social media. We have friends from around the world that follow Amos's Facebook page and, and you know, because he writes it himself straight from the horse's <laughs> mouth. <laughs> People can follow his adventures. Um, but we really want people to know about Amos and the work that he does on behalf of all the, the miniature horses. Yeah. Well, if someone wanted to see about getting a miniature horse as a service animal, where would they go, Shelly? Who would they call? Do you have any idea? 
You know, that's a good question. It would be something that I'd have to research more completely. I think one of the most important things is because it's an emerging field, it's an emerging mm-hmm. thing, you know, it, it hasn't really been defined yet. You know, you have to be careful when you purchase any horse for any reason, whether it's a show horse or a therapy horse, you know, people can say they are what they may not be. Yes. So it's really important that everyone does their research and everyone understands because horses do require a little bit different care and, you know, and more training. And when you think of yeah. all the training that goes into service dogs, I think, in my mind, it needs to be double and triple for a service horse. Yeah, I would agree with that. I cannot support that statement enough because mm-hmm. that's so true in the service dog industry. So many people say that they're training them and they take people's money when, in fact, that's not mm-hmm. the case. But yeah, I was wondering that because, you know, as I said, I checked into it years ago and it was, you know, as it was emerging. But I think that that life expectancy is just such a big piece because it's so hard when you get a service dog and you get them so trained and they're perfect for you and then they have to retire at seven you know so Mm -hmm. that's really really hard so does Amos have any big plans although he is turning 15 do you guys have any big plans of where you're going to be visiting in 2016 or is it going to be a lot more of the same awesome stuff you guys have been doing I think that right now we'll we're a one-man one-horse show So it's difficult to juggle. We hope to add more facilities here in the area to go and visit. I would love the world to become more aware of Amos and the work that he does. He's unique in that while he does therapy work like so many other um, miniature horses, he does have his own bullying prevention program and he does do all these other different things working with the Globetrotters and so forth. When you say get into a place, what do you have to do in order to get Amos in? Is it just that you have to get paperwork and show that liability and those kinds of things, or is it something else? You know, a lot of times, some places don't ask. Obviously, the hospital, they asked. They wanted to see all of his health certificates, and they wanted to see all the insurance papers and so forth, and we have all that, and we do that. We have to do that every single year, you know, just like dogs. He has to have his health, his shots and so forth every year. And of course, we renew our insurance every year, which is very difficult to get. It's, it's a very difficult thing. But really, I think one of the largest challenges that we have is convincing people of what, what Amos can do when he goes there. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, so the, benefits the, activities, of it? the benefits and the activities mm-hmm. coordinators don't necessarily understand until they see it. And when they see it, They're so overwhelmed. We have Alzheimer's patients that never speak. And when Mm -hmm. Amos comes, they'll sing. Yeah. And they'll talk to Amos. Light up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They light up. They remember. They talk about the times where they had horses at the farm. We meet a lot of people like that. So those are, there's so many wonderful benefits. And horses are unique in that they really mirror people and their emotions. They're very sensitive. And and so when there's a beautiful, loving environment, there's a lot of really warm, beautiful energy, Amos will just walk right in and just go to sleep because it's so comfortable. And that's really yeah. the ul- ultimate compliment that he can pay the place wow. that he goes. Wow. Well, we are so thrilled that you came today to visit with us and and share your incredible, beautiful Amos with us. And we hope you'll come back and tell us more. But just before we go, you did mention Facebook. So how do people find you guys if they want more information or if one of our listeners wants you to come to their school or their nursing facility? How do they contact you? 
Well, Amos has his own website, amosthewonderhorse.com. Of course, everybody can follow his adventures every single day. Amos is up to new things and doing new things on Facebook at Amos the Wonder Horse. Also, he has his own Twitter account and his own Instagram. I just don't know how he has time for all these things, but he manages <laughs> to do it all, Amos himself. So we're kind of out there on social media, and it's always Amos the Wonder Horse. Okay, awesome. Well, thank you so much, Shelly. And please give Amos a big hugging kiss from me and Lovey. And I'm sure all of our listeners would love to do that. So thank you so much. Thank you for having us, Marcy. And thank you, our listeners, for being with us. We love to hear from you. So please keep those emails coming. And you can reach us at Marcy, M-A-R-C-I-E, at PetLifeRadio.com. And you can also follow Working Like Dogs on Facebook and Twitter and our blog at WorkingLikeDogs.com. So thanks so much, and we look forward to being with you again soon. Take good care. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.